Hey everyone, I'm William. And I'm Robert. And this is Broken TV, where if it's not broken, we'll break it. We'll talk about anything and everything that you can imagine. So sit back and take a listen. So today, we're going to do a little bit of storytelling. Why don't you kick it <laughs> off, Rob? So this story is about my brother. I don't have many stories, but I've lived vicariously through my brother, um, my uncles, my father, a, a whole lot of stuff. So this story... My brother told me... Very edited versions. Yes. Very, very, very edited versions. I, I've heard some of the, the, the standard versions. Uh, eh. <laughs> Don't make them look too good. <laughs> but anyways, so this story, my brother was in Pacoima, I think it was, uh, California. and Birthplace of moi. <laughs> and he was at a... He was in high school at the time, and this was a party... Getting kind of rowdy, but anyways, my brother is like three, four drinks in. He gets he gets to the point where he's you know you got to take a piss. Um, so he stands in line for like fifteen, twenty minutes uh, in for the bathroom. Finally, it opens up, and as he's in there, he starts hearing like noise, and he thought, oh, they're they're just getting happy. Well. He walks out, turns the corner, and it's just a full-blown brawl. Everyone is just beating the crap out of everyone. And he's like, what the hell happened within this? Um, I think he said, like, he believes that a group got in somewhere in between there. But anyways, he was there with three of his friends. And the one, one of them, uh, I'm going to call him Jay. I don't want to just throw out names randomly, but we're, we'll call him Jay. Um, this, from what he told me, this guy was like a twig, couldn't fight at all. Okay looking guy, but you know, when you have no muscle mass at all, you can't fight too well. And he's getting wailed on by like two dudes. So my brother, not one to leave a guy, a friend behind. I salute him for that. Runs over, elbows one dude, and then does a half-ass judo throw on the other. They start scuffling. He gets hit by somebody gets his face smashed into a cabinet, turns around, ends up having a fight with this friggin' like six foot four dude. And I remember this pretty vividly from when he originally told me. Um, and oh man. So there's like a, a tendon, I think, in your leg. I, I might be wrong. Um, but if you hit it right with a kick, your leg just buckles. And some people know what it is, but eh, I don't, sadly. Uh, Anyways, he goes for that kick against this guy. Now, my brother, he's five foot eight at best. Best. And this guy looks like a pretty damn fit six foot four basketball player. He kicks him one time, guy's leg buckles. My brother, he, he's fought quite a bit. He goes immediately in for end this fight now. Grabs the guy by the back of his head, knees him in the face twice. First time, he doesn't let go of the guy's head. Second time, he does. Dude drops. He grabs his friend. They walk out. Every, uh, everyone he was with is out. He starts, uh, they start driving. And they're out of there. Cops come, break it all up. But the first time he ever told me that, that, that one guy, I kind of feel bad for him because, ooh, two knees to the face. Well, you cut out the part where the guy shoved his face through the glass. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, freaking, he punched him in the back of the head as my brother was resting on a cabinet with his arm, and 
He actually has a scar still to this day. It's like an upside-down triangle. Very, very light. You can barely tell, but yeah. <laughs> it was a crazy story to hear, and I don't remember seeing him that beat up, but then again, I'm pretty sure I was out with my father at the time. But Stories, man. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to say one about me, my brother, and my brother-in-law, Robert's dad. My father. Um, we used to motocross, so we'd go out riding all over the place. But this time was at El Mirage, uh, the dry lake bed. And um, so we nice get place. there, and we're riding, right? I have this monster 250, mm. and my brother's riding this little 80. And I'm just ripping up the ground with this thing. I look back, and my brother's doing a flying W over the handlebars, <laughs> lands on top of the bike, right? And so he's got all these scrapes and stuff from the burns from the engine. And my brother-in-law goes, here, let's put some solar cane on it. Solar cane was for sunburns. My brother's screaming because <laughs> it hurt, right? And then that night we go get ready to go to bed, and it's freezing out. So we have this old dome heater that runs off a of kerosene. Okay. Well, it was only half lit. So my brother-in-law thinks, hey, I'll pour kerosene on the other half. He tips the can open. The flame shoots all the way up from the heater to the can, blows it out of his hand, and it's like 100 yards down. But what's funny is he closed his eyes during the blast, so when he opened them, he had no no eyebrows, (laughs) no eyelashes, and stripes across his eyelids. (laughs) Were, Were him and mom together at the time? Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. You had, probably had, like, what, raccoon eyes or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Just... And no eyebrows or eyelashes <laughs> and no mustache. How, how did his he... mustache was Wait, gone. Wait, he torched his favorite mustache? Yep. He loved that thing. <laughs> like, yeah. damn. I, I have a question. How do you explain this to mom? Yeah, we told her. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> My brother was rolling on the ground laughing. Well, I was too, but it was hilarious. Oh, God. Uh, totally hilarious. Should I tell the, the, the one that my brother recently sent me? Oh, yeah, let's do okay. the naked lady. Okay, I, I got to actually like pull this up. because. So my brother is currently in England right now. And he, every now and then, he'll text me and like, yeah, whatever. But sometimes, I I have a bit of an anxiety problem. He just randomly texts me one night at, like, about 11 o'clock our time. It was 6 a.m. about uh, there. And he goes, hey, man, are you still awake? And I'll read the text for you so you kind of get it. And he's pausing, like, my brother's a fast typer. I swear to God, he sent me paragraphs in, like, 30 seconds of me asking a question. So whenever he takes, like, a long while to type something out, I get kind of scared. So he goes, so weird story. Our door code, uh, our door has a lock to get in. You don't need a key, but the thing keeps uh, beeps pretty loud when you're trying to use it. And around 4 a.m., ours was beeping. So I got up because I thought somebody was breaking in. 
when, uh, when I got to the door, the, uh, the person walked down the hall, and I could hear them trying to get into another unit. I assumed it was a drunk person. This is my brother talking. And then he says, now at 6.30 a.m., I woke up and somebody re- uh, to somebody repeatedly trying to get in. I punched the door and scared them. A few minutes later, I opened it to find a naked lady trying to get into the unit across the hall. Okay, naked lady? It doesn't seem that much of a problem to me yet. Oh, <laughs> except if you're married, which she, she is. is. Um, so, I, I get this, and then I have to wait like 20 fucking minutes. <laughs> I swear. Uh, and he goes, I asked her if she was okay, and she just kept saying she was trying to get back in. Close the door, and now I'm waiting for the cops to pick, uh, pick up the crazy naked woman who's now scratching my door. Okay, wait a minute. Okay, Okay, now you just mentioned the other type of naked lady you don't want. I've dated crazy. Crazy naked lady. Crazy naked lady, no bino. It's it's pretty funny. So I get this. I'm pretty tired, so I'm kind of laughing. I just send back, lol, what the fuck? Dude, you have to keep me posted. What the hell is going on? So about like five minutes later, he goes, yeah, I actually called the cops a couple days ago because it sounded like the woman in the unit above him uh, was beating, uh, being beaten and thrown around. Cops came right away, had a word, and left saying that they couldn't tell me what happened legally, but it wasn't abuse. So it's like, okay, he's assuming it's mental health issues. It's understandable. People go through crises. Sucks, but I'm like, yeah, it's possible. And he's like, I'm not too worried, though. She has, like, noth- she has nothing on her, nowhere to hide, and weighs maybe 120 at best. It's just eerie hearing somebody scratching at, the, at, someone wall, at someone's walls. And I'm like, I bet, especially since it's so early there. You know, 6 a.m., it's a pretty hellish thing to, to wake up to. And he's like, then he texts back. Yeah, it's three times now I've woken up in a panic in the last few days. Twice this morning and once when the lady was having her fit upstairs. I go, damn, dude, that sucks. Then he's like, I'm all amped up on adrenaline because I thought I was going to have to fight somebody and didn't expect a naked, confused, crying woman. (laughs) Uh, He's like, oh, yeah, it's funny because the police was on dispatch asking me description questions, but her... uh, about her, but due to him, uh, to me being half asleep, reading from my brother, um, and just the overall shock, I couldn't even remember her skin tone. I was just like, dude, she's the only naked woman in the halls right now. You can't fucking miss her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing my ass off at this point. Um, he's like, on another note, here's the better story that he also sent to me. This is in the same day. He's picnicking um, in the park. You know, all this COVID crap's going on, all that jazz. And he, this, my brother and I love dogs. And this big old dog came over to him, and he was super nice and was petting him and all that stuff. Then the dog just grabbed his unopened bottle of beer and fucking stole it. <laughs> yeah. Ninja as, dog. As my brother uh, texts me, the, uh, in all caps, the fucking dog took my beer and fucked off to who knows where. <laughs> exact quote. Yeah. Gotta love a ninja dog. Oh, God, they're adorable. Um, and that I just, I fully, I was downstairs talking to my family at the time and I just started dying. I, I like, I couldn't help it. Uh, he's like, I didn't even know how to react. I just let him have it. I figured, yeah, it's 2020. This might as well happen. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, and then he's like, I'm definitely getting that inner city experience. He also had a, a protest going on like right outside his, uh, his, uh, what is it, apartment that day. 
So he, he's had a, a pretty damn weird experience. That's, yeah. that's my well, brother. Yeah, he's in England working on the COVID virus, by the way. Yeah. So shout out. Now. Yeah. You know. My brother's going places. He's trying to make things better. Yeah, love you, bro. I know you're, <laughs> I know you're listening to this. Sorry if I messed okay. up the story a little bit. Yeah. Okay, I'm pretty much done. You done? Oh, uh, well, should we, talk, you? should we talk about about the Bob's Big Boy? If you want to do Bob's Big Boy. It's, it's, we've, we haven't gone oops, Okay. Sorry. We haven't gone on for too long. Oh, okay. Go minutes. ahead. Oh, All 12 right. minutes? Yeah. yeah. Pretty short. Yeah, that's real short. Um, Got to okay. keep going. How, where, where, do I, where do I start with this? So, my father who sadly passed away. Otherwise, I'd have him on here telling um, the story. Great man, but God in his youth, he loved fucking with things. So, in California, there used to, uh, in Burbank specifically, Burbank, California, there used to be a Bob's Big Boy. Uh, some people might not know where that, what that is, but it's, it's a burger joint. It's a, also a tourist attraction. But they have Bob's Big Boy, a giant statue that's Six feet tall, seven feet tall, about, and all plastered. Well, back in my my dad and my uncle's days, it was a very common thing to steal Bob's Big Boy yeah, and place him in other people's yards. And this went on for multiple years. And finally, the, the owners had enough, and so they bolted Bob's Big Boy down, like right to the ground. They, they, they locked that bitch in. Um, I think it was... John, dad's best friend, John, um, don't want to say his name, but yeah, uh, I think it was him. It was either him or Keith, um, found a half constructed dildo. And when I say dildo, I mean like, I'm talking like six feet long and probably about like 24 inches in uh, in radius. It was huge. (laughs) This was a huge thing. And so he got my dad, John, Keith, and I want to say Kirby, too. I'm not sure if it was Kirby was there. But anyways, it, it was like the three, the three musketeers of, of the thing and then like one extra person. Well, they finished it in a night, I think. They finished it in like two nights. It was very quickly they crafted it. So in the middle of the night when everything was down, like this is like 30 years ago, 40 years ago, right? Uh, 30 years ago. They took it and glued and bolted this thing to Bob's big boy. And I'm not exaggerating when I say there was a six-foot-long, like, you could cup your arms around it like a tree dildo attached to Bob's big boy. And now I always refer to this story as turning Bob into a big boy (laughs) because it really was that way. It got in the paper. Yep. And Burbank doesn't like putting things in the paper at all. And oh man, it was glorious. Yeah, it didn't stay up very long. Oh no, it, they covered it the the night of uh, the morning of. Yep. They covered it with a giant drape, but I mean, you could still make out what it was and some people caught pictures with it too. I'm pretty sure those are floating around somewhere and and that, but oh man, my my father What else shall or shall we say? Hmm. Um, do you want to talk about the dart story with Uncle? Oh, yeah. So, 
the other day, I'm not a big texter, right? So I figure out how to group text, and I text my brother, his wife, and his three kids that do, do it all at one time, yeah. hey, that I love them, you know, love miss them, yeah. and all that. So I get that out there, I send it, and I get back from them really quick, but my brother comes back on and goes, you're not William, you're a hacker, you ass. And, so. <laughs> like, I, I just woke up at this time, and so he, like, brings me out. He starts laughing. I don't know why. I'm just kind of sitting over here in the corner in my, like, normal place. Get him. And so I, I tell him, I text him, hey, do you want me to dart you in the forehead again <laughs> and send it? And then he comes back, like, five minutes later, oh, my God, it is you, LOL. Yeah. Because when we were kids, I put a tangerine on a dart and threw it up in the air, and we were watching it. And when it came down, the tangerine fell off and hit my brother right in the forehead and stuck <laughs> right in his forehead. And he always gets on to me on that one because we both got grounded, <laughs> not just me for darting him. <laughs> and here, here's a funny thing. We, we heard this story. This is like 40 years ago. You guys were little. Oh, long. yeah. You were like, what, maybe 10 Maybe, so that's maybe. 40, maybe 50 years? Yeah. About? Or 40 40-something 40 40 years. years, right? Now, my family, this, this story has gone through my family pretty well. And my brother, who's, he's 10 years older than me, uh, he heard about the story and he heard that the scar still exists, which it does, if you look hard <laughs> enough. Yeah. So, um, my brother uh, is, it's at some family gathering. I wasn't born yet. I don't think, or if I was, I was like a baby. And so he's looking really intently, like squinting his eyes, super, super <laughs> focused into my uncle's face. And he goes, do you have a fucking, do you have a problem or something? Or do you got a problem? It was something, something you know, pretty snippy. And my, bro- <laughs> my brother goes, yeah, I'm trying to find the scar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And his response was beautiful as God damn it, Bill. <laughs> Uh, he knew yeah. exactly who it was who told him the story. Yep. Well, I don't think it was actually you. I think it was mom and dad. That yeah, but it. that story's been around. But yeah, you were the one who, who first told it. Well, your mom could have been because she was there too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she was inside. She wasn't yeah, out she, there with us. She saw the aftermath. Yeah. Didn't you have to get like stitches and all kinds of crap? No. no. Back in those days, they <laughs> you just said stitches? walk it off. Which is funny because that's in his forehead. Like... Got lobotomized almost. Yep. Uh, or some other fun family hijinks we've had in our our little sect. Well, I, I've ha- I have a story that that scared the shit out of me, and I've I've had it happen to me twice. Now I'm I'm a gun guy. I I love guns, and I have two older older guns. I have a K98 uh, Czechoslovakian version, and uh, or no, not Czech. Czech or Austrian, I forget which. It's one of the two. And then I have a 1917 uh, Winchester um, rifle, right? Uh, Springfield. Now, the Springfield, when we... I love them, but I was still getting into guns. I got into them fairly recently, but, you know, I got into it. And they were my father's guns. And my grandfather's guns, so on and so forth. Uh, these all saw actual combat in World War II. And the 1917 actually saw combat in World War One, So... Little bit of history. I love giving history about it. Yeah, my bad. 
Anyways, there is a problem with the 1917, and I didn't realize that there was a problem until I, I tried firing it. So at the time, we were told that there was three guns. There was a 9mm Mauser, OT-6, and 300 Savage. All pretty different. Um, however, two of which you can put the wrong round in and fire the gun. It won't like it. It'll probably explode on you, but it can happen. Now, we go shooting, and it's me, my brother, and one of my best friends, who might eventually come on here. It's not Shane, sadly, but I did eventually have a similar problem with Shane, and I'll get to that in a moment. So I load it up, and I go, this is OT-6. This gun's OT-6, because we didn't know at the time. And I load it up. I load five rounds in, cock it, whatever, right? It's a bolt action. And I pull the trigger, and I get a click. Now, if anybody knows guns, if you pull the trigger and you have a live round in the chamber and you get a click, you shit your pants almost immediately, especially since I don't know if I just put the wrong round in and hit the... If there's a faulty primer, I don't know if it's the firing pin. I don't know what the hell just happened. We unload the rifle, thankfully. It, it's perfectly fine, right? And we leave it to the side. And while we're, we're firing for like 15 minutes later, I look at it and I go, I know what this is. It's OT-6. I put the right round in. But there was a problem. There was a malfunction with the gun. I reload it and my brother and my best friend are like, dude, are you sure? And I'm like, I'm willing to bet my life on this that it's OT-6. I put it in and it fires. Later that day, we look up 1917 Springfield. There was a, manu a manufacturer error where if you don't slap the bolt down all the way, it releases the bolt without releasing the firing pin. It was this, one of the scariest things I've ever had happen to me. I had a similar thing with the K98 just a couple weeks ago when I went out shooting with my other best friend, Shane. And same thing happened, but this time I was using what I would classify as a bad round. It was grubby, 20 years old, older than me probably at least over 20, um, and it looked like crap. The, instead of it brass-colored, it was more like dark steel, like almost blackened steel. And I pulled the trigger, and same thing happened. And now this was a long, like about two and a half years, three years difference in time, so I thought I might have screwed up the guns and that the K98 was the one that had the malfactioner, manufacturer error. About five minutes, uh, like immediately after, I loaded a new round, thinking it was actually the round uh, first, and I get the same problem. However, this time, I wasn't actually looking at what I was aiming through the scope. I was looking at the bolt. And I saw the bolt release, but I could see the firing pin, because it's, it's pretty small, but you can tell, uh, was slowly moving. Then I opened it up, and I realized the safety on the K98 was on. And it's a stupid version, because normally, safety's on, you can't pull the trigger. <laughs> this time, you can pull the trigger, because it's old German frickin' rifle. Yeah, there's, Nazi o there's rifle. only a few guns like that. Yeah, it's that... All, they're all really German, like old German rifles. Yeah. And even nowadays, like, when you pull the trigger, it, like, it doesn't fully release the bolt. Right. This one, it did fully release the bolt, and it slowly released the pin, which was fucking stupid. But, yeah, it scared the shit out of me. And then I, uh, then I couldn't figure out how to clean the damn thing. 
or take the bolt out, and I looked on it, and I go, oh, it's this lever here. While I'm, I just fired it, and I just pulled the lever out with the round, and, like, it held on to the round, which was what was funny. Because, yeah. And everyone was looking at me like, did you just break your gun? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, well, I figured out how to freaking debolt this thing. Yeah. Seriously, though, it took me two and a half hours to figure out what the hell that thing was, because everything was in German. And, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking we need to start replacing some of the older ones. I um, want to. The, we, the newer ones, yeah, not a problem. Yeah, I, I have the a couple older of ones, ones. We need to, like, keep them around yeah. for I mean, nostalgia they're, and everything, they're, they're but we need history. to. We need to I, get new ones. I will I will take them out shooting every now and then because I don't think it's good for a gun to, like, sit and rest for a shit ton of time. Yeah. But that doesn't change the fact that that I'm going to end up getting different guns. I want to get a grand really badly. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Anything else? No. I'm pretty good. You pretty good? Um, I can't really think of any stor- other stories I've had. All right, then. We'll Cut be it ending it on this one, then. All right. Well, it's been nice. I'm Robert. I'm William. Peace. Alfita's in. <laughs>